you throughout the day. All right, so today is Wednesday. Uh, no, today is not Wednesday. Something about this website always has the dates quite off. Um, but today is Thursday, April 20th, and it says enthroned with him. So I'm going to read the Rhapsody quickly, and we're going to spend some time to pray before we get into the scriptures. Um, it says, this Rhapsody is so powerful, and it it's just, for we must reign till he hath put all enemies under his feet. 1 Corinthians 15 and 25. Talking about the Lord Jesus, the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 15, 24 to 25 tells us, Then cometh the end when we shall have delivered up the kingdom to God. Praise God. Then then cometh the end when we shall have delivered up the kingdom to God. Even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power, for he must reign till he hath put all his all enemies under his feet. That means he's en- enthroned. Notice that Paul didn't say, for he must reign after he had put all enemies under his feet. No, rather he explained that he would reign till all enemies are under his feet. When did he start reigning, Pastor asks. He started reigning when he sat down on the seat of the majesty on high at the right hand of the Father after his ascension. And when was this? It's easy. It's not, it's not a trick question. When he died? When he sat at the right hand. When he sat Yes, when he... When, when he resurrected, yes, because it couldn't have been when he died. It was when he resurrected. Great work. <laughs> yeah. So it was when he resurrected, he was at the, he sat at the right hand of the father. It literally says after his ascension. So it wasn't a trick question. So it's already happened. He's already been enthroned and he started reigning from then. It says, thanks be unto God that we're seated together with him. I'm seated together with him. Far above all principalities and powers. We're enthroned with him. He's reigning right now through us over demons, hell, and the grave. Wow. Over demons, hell, and the grave. Another way to say death. Romans 5.18 says, For by one man's offense, death reigned by one. Much more they which receive the abundance of grace and of the, and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. You know, it's so, sometimes it's so clear to see that, oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I think when people are born, something that shocks them is death. And the reason people believe in death is because they've seen other people die. Death is not, if you look back to when you were a child, Death wasn't something that you thought. You just thought people lived forever, right? And because the scriptures say that the Lord has put eternity in our hearts. We actually read it in one of the Rhapsodies. Um, And the first time you heard that somebody died, it was a foreign concept to you, if you're being very honest. You must have thought, okay, what does that mean? Someone calculated it. Thank you. 1,345 days of Rhapsody Club. What? That's wild. 
1,345 days of writing. Oh, yeah. Wow, glory to God. Indeed, it's a testimony. No wonder I was I was moved to give that. I didn't even calculate it. 1,345 days. Wow. Yikes. How old was I? <laughs> What's that, like four years? Yeah, close to. Just about. Wow. Wow. The world has changed so much since then. Man. Glory to God. That's awesome. If you see me like just randomly thanking God and, you know, singing to myself, know that this is why. <laughs> Praise God. Um, But let's get back into it. And it's just, and the point I was trying to make is that the reason people so believe in death so much that they can understand death is because they've seen it happen. And I thought as I was reading this, that it says much more, much more, they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one. And I was thinking if we all just reigned, everyone would believe this much more, much more. The way that we see how death is so pervasive in our world, even much more, even much more. We shall reign in life. Reign, reign. I mean, to reign is, is, is not a small thing. I like to look up words because as I lo- look it up, I, I see something that I probably didn't see. It says to be the best or most important, to hold office, to rule, to sit on the throne, to occupy the throne. To will the scepter. To wear the crown. Glory to God. We've received abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness. Now we're in office. Reigning through Christ over the world and its systems and circumstances. Satan and his demonic community. This is an authority. This was an honor that was conferred upon us. You know, we're reading... Oh, Mantasika Dege Bahaya. We're reading, um, you know, First Samuel, and something that comes to mind was how Saul was just a regular man. Samuel meets him and says, you've been chosen of God, just as we've been chosen of God. And anoint him and makes him king. And from that day, all of Israel has to submit to him. Now, they don't all do it willingly. And the Philistines don't all submit to him immediately. But he had the power to vanquish them, to conquer. We've been given the power to reign, to conquer, to rule. And so our words have power. And yesterday's Rhapsody, where God talked about that his focus is the nations, it means that our focus is the nations. And it means that we're we're dealing on a national level. We're not dealing on a local scale. Praise God. Reject everything that is not of God. Oh, oh, no, no. Refuse sickness. Refuse it in your life. Refuse it in your family. Refuse failure. The fear of failure, even the fear of success. Some people are scared of success. Refuse defeat and death. Reign in life as a king. Of the increase of his government and peace in my life, there shall be no end. Oh, hallelujah. Reject everything that is not of God and endorse only that which is consistent with his perfect will for you. You've been enthroned to reign. Hallelujah. I want us to pray, speaking these words to ourselves. 
declaring that because of this abundance of grace and righteousness that we've received, we reign and we rule. Sickness has no place in our lives. Sickness, disease, death, fear has no place in our lives. Everything that, 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 that is about us is consistent with the word of God. It's consistent with the will of God. It's by our words that we enforce this truth. So in the next two minutes, I just want you to pray in the spirit wherever you are. Declaring these words to yourself with power, with conviction. Masota kira basonda, laka bazonda lika bashatas, lando barakata la manda zola bahaya, lakosa gagabaya, laka sonda lagabaya, leko soto kubrakatis, oh barakasa katala manda. I'm in office. I'm reigning through Christ. Oh, I refuse sickness. I refuse failure, defeat, and death. I'm a child of God. I'm a son of God. The nations belong to the Lord Jesus. All salvation springs forth in this nation. Righteousness everywhere. I'm running for prime over the world God Um, the further study, Daniel chapter 7, verse 13, um, says, As my vision continued, this was Daniel's vision, I saw someone like a son of man coming with the clouds of heaven, and he approached the ancient one and was led into his presence. So he saw what, you know, is described in um, 
in first corinthians chapter 15 verse 24 to 25 daniel saw it beforehand um, and he says he was giving authority honor and sovereignty over all the nations of the world so that the people of every race and nation and language would obey him his rule is eternal and it will never end his kingdom will never be destroyed what a truth what a backing what a reality you know these words with these words i mean there's faith for everything praise god let's take the prayer together um it says well, let's take it together one two three go christ reigns over all things for the glory of god and his church have been grace to reign in life through righteousness i exercise dominion over words and i create dominion and the elements of this world in their place for i function in and with the dominion of christ Hallelujah. Remember to, you know, carry the rhapsody with you throughout the day. Um, and if it means adding a, you know, a separate structure or something that, you know, will keep you, or if it means, you know, coming back at 6 p.m. for the, you know, evening session, um, you know, let's do that to ensure that the rhapsody, 6 p.m. Eastern time, you know, stays with us throughout the day. Um, all right. So we're going to go into Luke, right? As I read, the we've we've read all of this maybe we'll pick up from here as i read you know look i'm conscious of who the lord jesus christ is talking to in these verses but it also gives so much truth and perspective on on who he is and you know what he what he wants us to do um i think if you read the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector, so the tax collector was probably like, you know, the bad person, the Pharisee is super religious and the Pharisee goes before the Lord. Um, and he talked about who had great confidence in their own righteousness and scorned everyone else. And that's the lesson is like, you know, leave that self-righteousness alone. And it's really about humility. It says two men went into the temple. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed this prayer. I thank you, God, that I'm not like other people, cheaters, sinners, and adulterers. Um, and I think this is a kind of prayer that maybe you don't want to pray, you know? I thank you, Lord, that I'm so superior to everybody else. And I'm, <laughs> you know, but on the other hand, right, the tax collector said, you know, he beat his dead, not even lift his eyes to heaven as he prayed. He says, oh, God, be merciful to me, for I'm a sinner. That is also not the kind of prayer you should pray. You know, pastor has taught us to pray consistent with the word of God. Um, and so you're not a sinner. You don't have to see yourself as nothing, but it doesn't mean you come in your own self-righteousness. Thank you, Father, for your grace and the gift of righteousness that you've given me. Thank you for, I mean, you, 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 you can speak the word back to the Lord without being, and that is humility. You know, maybe maybe you never heard this before, but humility is speaking God's word. If God says, I'm giving you the gift of righteousness, it is pride to say, Lord, I'm a sinner. Anyway, it says, I tell yeah, you, this um, sinner, go, yeah, please. Oh, so sorry. There was something that I just caught from, um, 
from this tax collector and um, just the difference between the two and just something that like really minor is how um, the, he actually pays his, his tithes actually, but I was just mm -hmm. thinking like, <laughs> okay, he does like, essentially he's, he's, mm, shoot. I got it. I'll get it back. I'll get it back because it was actually a, it was a revelation. But I'll get it back. I I, I don't forget things. But and I'll touch <laughs> Praise it. Praise God. Praise like, God. But yeah. But anyway, the par the parable to to the, the end of it was those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. You know. So there's humility in the place of prayer, and also vulnerability as well. We see that in the tax collector's prayer. But is I someone trying to say something? Yeah, I wanted to ask you something. You know how yeah, like there's a book called How to Pray Effectively, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, and we all should read that book. Um, obviously, I never knew that you know telling God that you're a sinner was, and I still haven't read the book. Sorry, Michael, if you're there. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, um, I feel like we should explain just a little bit of that, just so that some people know how to pray better you know if you can give us that insight because so what's your question exactly because you know how you said humility like some mm -hmm. people don't know a little how to how to get to that for example i don't know how to get to that you know obviously i need to read mm -hmm. the book but you know maybe giving us like a little summary can can um maybe i'm just mm. really maybe i'm just being lazy i don't know I, I was going to give you the, the homework. Why why don't you read the book and, and talk to us about it tomorrow? Because I, I think that, you know, you're here every day and you listen and you get blessed. So what if you read it? Because the, the, the premise of the whole book, How to Pray Effectively, is that there are different kinds of prayers. And you have to pray the right prayer to get the right results, right? So there's a prayer of faith. There's a prayer of thanksgiving. So in all of those prayers, Pastor actually teaches you what the prayer petition is, what the prayer of thanksgiving, the prayer of faith, when to use it. So you're asking me to summarize a whole book, which I cannot do in this time, which you should read because you oh, said no, you no, haven't I was read it. But... Summarize the whole book. Okay, no, but but so so hmm, let me think. I mean, does anyone want to type in? Because I'm I'm thinking when you say was the, the I think it's to asking specifically. Pray. I think it's asking specifically in the area of that. Um, Coming to yes, God yes, sir. is is seeing a part. Just saying, like, you know, what is that? What, what do you what did you mean by that? Can you, can you just explain that? Well, you're not a sinner if you're yeah, a child like of not, God. Exactly. So that's I think that's the explanation. And and God has already been merciful to you. So when you come to him, you say, oh, Lord, I thank you for your mercy directed towards me. Thank you for loving me and choosing me and making me your child. That's truth. And God honors that because he sees. That's the thing. It's like God sees that you have an understanding of who he's made you. And thank him for his glory and give him the honor and words of praise. If you don't know the words of praise, go to Love World Singers. There are actual words that you can pick up. Even the one we read in Daniel 7. 13 to 14 that talks about his honor and sovereignty so i think that's a proper way to come to god if that's okay pastor do you yeah absolutely, yeah absolutely because you have to come to god you have to come to god in truth and 
um, when you when you testify to God that you're a sinner as a Christian, you're not you're not coming to God in truth. You're lying um, because to Him that's a lie. To you, you may think, oh, that's oh, that's but that's my experience. That's that's no, that's a lie. So you have to you have to always come to the Lord in the present truth because the Bible also refers to us refers to the present truth. So um, yeah, you're not a sinner. It's that simple. Thank you, Pastor. And then something else. Oh, I Sister Ricky, I'm so sorry. I got it. I got what I was trying to say. If if I may. Yes. And Fola, sorry, Fola talked about foundation school. So if you haven't been to foundation school, you need to go to foundation school. Please type it in the chat box so that I can help you sign up. But you need to go to foundation school if you haven't. Um so yeah. All right. Back to you, Fola. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. So what? I gathered in the prayer that the Pharisee prayed something specifically that the revelation I was receiving is that the way he was talking about people was very, you know, and as it mm. as he was talking about people. And that, you know, we mm. talked about yesterday, how God valued people are God's most important thing. You know, you can destroy any building, but it's about the people. And so the fact that he would come to God, quote unquote, to God, right, and have these type of words concerning people that God created, you know, that in itself is, you know, is just not acceptable to God because God is in the business of saving people, not um, destroying people. And so, so, so are, are they not cheaters and sinners and adulterers? Right. They are. I mean, right? yes, there are, there are. There are, but he, the fact that he said, I'm not like other people in a way, the way that he said it was like in a condescending manner that, you know, their lives are like, you know, like this, but I'm this. But even so, even him himself, he doesn't even see the speck in his own eye that Jesus yeah. talks about. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's just nice. I think, I think that's a great observation. And what should he have done for these people, right? Intercede, right? I think that's, that's one thing that... Uh, you know, made the people that God associated with really stand out. It was that when they encountered cheaters and sinners and adulterers, they actually didn't intercede for them. You see that with Moses, we see that with Samuel, we see that with, you know, everybody that served God, Aaron, they interceded for people. And then um, I'm going to skip past this, the rich man. I like this part, actually. Um, there's a There's a part that talks about how a rich man came to Jesus and said, why do you call me good? Jesus asked. Only God is truly good. <laughs> but to answer your question, <laughs> Jesus was amazing in the sense that like his responses were very like amazing. Um and if you need to leave, you can leave now, but we're just enjoying ourselves with the scriptures um around up pretty soon. Um it says, Why do you call me good? He didn't say I'm not good. Then he says only God is truly good. I think it was one of those times where he was like subtly like suggesting maybe not even subtly like just suggesting like i am god in case you're wondering i'm good um but anyway to answer your question because he didn't deny not being good um so i thought that was fun to, to see um he said it in different points so when people say that oh jesus isn't god no there's proof in subtle ways that he said it and in very direct ways that he said it through the gospel um and then again if you read this part again please do and if you have any questions about being rich come and ask me but jesus never insinuated that people shouldn't be rich the man just 
enjoyed too much of his possessions. And I love what he said here. So then I show you that everyone who has given up house or wife or brothers or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God will be repaid many times over in this life. So if you gave houses or money, you will be repaid. Repaid means what you gave, I will give you in that currency and many times over for the sake of Jesus. Oh, man, and then you will have eternal life in the world to come so don't look for your riches in the world to come they are here right now you can grab them <laughs> but they're just talking about don't don't be so engrossed in the things that you have um and then again jesus talks about his death and he predicts it and he says they didn't understand any of this the significance of his words was hidden from them and they failed to grasp what he was talking about it's amazing how so much of the truth of God's word is being revealed to us now. That really got my attention. That really, mm-hmm. that really like hit me like a ton of bricks, man. Where he says that when the Lord shared with them about his death, burial, and resurrection, and they had no clue because it was not revealed to them. Ah, brothers mm. and sisters. Just, wow, yeah. yeah. Like the very fact that you can be hearing a thing and mm. God can cause, like, it can, you can hear it and not hear it. I mean, of course, in this instance, it was because God determined it to be so. But it now tells me, like, even the scriptures we've read over and over again, which was I've really not been like. I think I, I talked about this on Sunday about understanding. Like, where mm. are there scriptures that you know in your head, but the understanding has not come to your spirit? Because they heard him. Mm. Bible didn't say that God like erased the words of Jesus that he said. They heard, they retained the information. We know they retained it because they documented it, right? They wrote it yeah, and it's written. They wow. have written it. So they heard it. They retained it, but in that moment, it did not mean what it was supposed. It didn't. It, the, the, it's like it was just information. It, it it didn't carry. I don't know how to explain. Like it's quite amazing to me. It's quite amazing to me. Yeah. That's why we kind of play funny. with the role of the, the, the role of the Holy Spirit in understanding the scriptures. Like when we read the Bible, you must read the scriptures. And ask the Holy Spirit to help you, to grant you, because this is the spirit of truth, to grant you understanding, because you can be skipping past, like, massive things and not even know. Praise God. Hallelujah. That made me, that made me so grateful, Pastor. Thank you for that. For, like, just your love world with Pastor Chris, where he teaches like the scriptures because there's so many scriptures he goes over that you know <laughs> like you just scroll past as if it doesn't like mean anything yes. he's been recently just talking about the importance he wants he wants every every um person not just to their soul to be saved per se but them to be taught the word of god to understand the word of god because in the past a lot of christians didn't value the word of god didn't understand the word of god that's because they didn't understand it and so he would, I, I noticed in his prayer yesterday he said that the eyes of the understand i was just like wow 
And so now I'm like, anytime. And, I have and those are the prayers that we've been praying here as well. Exactly. I, anytime I have Bible study or anything, I pray that their eyes be and enlightened because until that happens, it's as if you're just saying words that don't carry any, you know, revelation and it's not doing anything to the person that's listening to. So thank you, Pastor. Uh, Ruki, um, I, I want I wanted to say something. Um just like Yeah, uh, go ahead, please. Um so last night I was trying to go to bed and as I was like lay, lying down, there was I just felt like I was being attacked by something like like my chest was heavy, my mind was like like I guess like uh hazy or something, and I just felt like something really like evil or bad was like trying to attack me to the point where like I was really scared and I told Emmanuel this. So, and then I said like, um, I prayed right after I felt that and I went to my Bible and I started reading the Bible and then I found another position to sleep in and I finally like went to bed. But before that, like, I can't really describe the feeling, but it was like, as I was, uh, being held down by something like some negative spiritual thing like does that happen like at night and i haven't had it happen recently like this is something that's new i'm gonna i'm gonna have pastor daisy <laughs> pastor so this is is this this is something that you you've only experienced for the first time recently you said daniel Recently, yeah, yeah, because I feel like I, I've tried to get into Bible throughout my life, but I never really fully wanted to. But recently, I have given in fully to the word. And then of this God. happened. And oh, this happened, that's exciting! Yeah, last night. <laughs> that's it exciting. was really scary, though. Like, it, it wasn't. I know. It wasn't funny at the moment. I know. So first of all, it's not a good thing. It's an attack of Satan. But the reason why I said it's exciting is because. Um, I, I always like to remind people that all your life before you got serious with God, Satan did not care about you because you were not relevant. The moment that you got serious with God and you started studying the scriptures, he took notice of you because now you've become a threat to him. So what you want to do is there are few scriptures that there are few um, messages by Pastor Chris that Emmanuel will recommend to you and also scriptures that you want to know, because what you want to do is you want to exercise your authority. The only reason why he came at you that way, and that was an attack of the, of, you know, a devil. But the reason why he came at you that way was because he knows that you have the authority of Christ Jesus, as we're read in today's Rhapsody realities. So in that kind of situation, when you wake up, you'll speak with your own words in the name of Jesus, right? You speak and you address that devil, say whatever devil that was, whoever you know, whatever you are. And you can even address it by the description of what it just did. You say, I do not give you permission to be around me or to function around me in the name of the Lord Jesus. You do not return here ever again. And when you say that, fully expect that it has heard you and it has no choice but to obey what you just said. In fact, there's um, the message of the week on PCDL right now is authority in the name. You want to go listen to that message, you know. But let me assure you that even though it may have been a scary experience, it was only a scary experience because you didn't know 
from your end that you are the one in charge. Now that you know, and as mm. you begin to find out more, you'll be, you'll, you'll live and walk in that authority and you'll, you'll, you'll realize that you, you, you have the ability to restrict the operations of demons from around you, you know, and then you'll be able to function in that reality. You're the one in charge. You're the one in charge. But that devil was trying to take advantage of your lack of knowledge in that area. Make sense, Daniel? Yes, very much. But is this something you guys have also experienced? Oh, I've experienced it before. Not everybody has. I've experienced it before when I was much, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, a long, that makes a long me feel so ago. much better. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, but 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 don't feel better, like in the sense that it should keep happening. It shouldn't keep happening. It should. Yeah. Once is enough. <laughs> once is enough. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Well, thank you, um, Daniel, for sharing, and thank you, Pastor, for answering that question. I think when you when you spoke, um, one thing that came to mind is how what's happening. Sometimes I think sometimes it's important that you look at the things in your life and see that it's fulfilling Scripture. The Bible talks about how you know when some people heard the word, it says you know the devil came immediately to them to come and take the one that they had heard. Um, and so what attracted the devil was not that they were people, it was that they, they had something with them. Um, so don't be, don't be afraid and don't be scared. Um, wow, Michael, Michael said, I did exactly what Pastor said, and it hasn't happened in three years. So please do exactly what Pastor said. I'm happy that Pastor was here to answer that question. Something that... Um, yes, go ahead. Uh, actually, we do need to round up. So remember, make remember. Quick, but go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 go ahead. Um, I was reading this book on how to outwit the devil by um Napoleon Hill. Um, if you the devil the only thing he can use is fear against you. He has no power over you. Just remember that, man. He's always gonna try and use fear to scare you. You have all the power. God is giving you all the power. Thank you for sharing that. Thank Very you. Apt. I appreciate that, yeah. I'm writing all this. All right. All right. And again, so I can't go into the Old Testament today. We do have to say goodbye shortly. Um, But Saturday is going to be like a review of the Old Testament. And I'm enjoying it so much because one of the things I told myself I was going to do was when I started reading the book of Saul, I was going to give him a lot of grace in my mind because sometimes we we really demonize Saul a lot. I think maybe, maybe, let me speak for we, I think, you know, I have, you know, we look down at him and we think, oh, Saul was not... No, for me, I don't think I don't do you not I don't think that I demonize I don't think for me I don't yeah. have that like impression at all. And this is why, right? Mm. In fact, I I consider it to be his story for me is a cautionary tale because of what God said concerning him. Now, Bible says that the scriptures were given for our learning. So the things that we ought to learn about a person, we should learn them. I don't think yeah. it speaks to demonizing the person as it were. There's a thing in particular that God said concerning Saul. He said, when you were yet small in your own eyes. And I think that that really so- summarizes Saul's thing. Mm. He said, when you were yet small in your own eyes, said, I made you king over Israel. Mm. Now, es- essentially what God was saying there was that there was once a time when he mm. was just as humble as David was. 
Mm. So for me, it was like a thing of, and when it becomes, when I think of cautionary tales like that, I think of them in the sense of, hmm, DG, don't take for granted anything that, like, don't just say, oh, I am, uh, I'm a humble person. No, 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 no. I have fight for your humility every day. Fight. Mm. Fight. Because if Saul, who was so humble, very much in many ways, like David in the start, grows yeah. into finding that that you can't even recognize who he is compared to who he was. Yeah. That means yeah. take heed really, lest you fall. So yeah. for me, I don't think it's more like you see his beginning was great. It was just like it David. Was. He was from a family that was it was from it was from an unlikely family. He was the underdog. He was and he said the like, same thing oh. too. Exactly. So it's for me. It's 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 not demonizing. It's more of you know, like Solomon said, I looked and I learned. You know. Yeah, yeah. I I think I think that was specifically for me, right? Because I wanted to love Saul in a sense. Like I wanted to see Saul and love him and understand how things happened with him. And I think in the, in the small portion that I've seen, I've I've enjoyed it a lot because. So is, he's, he's, he's a very interesting guy and, 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 and everything that, because even Pastor, what you asked, God is always so gracious because whenever I ask him questions, he always answers me. And one of the questions I asked was, why Saul? Why? Why, why choose Saul and promise him this eternal dynasty and then he got taken away, right? And it's not as if God took it away. I mean, God did, but there were things that he did. But why him? Was it because he was handsome? And ladies, don't get carried away because I saw someone saying that they would have married Saul and tried to change him. <laughs> So, and that's all was the most t- tallest and handsome. It's not today that six five started, right? So, I think I find that the ladies in the, in the Bible are not so different from from us in, in the taste and things like that. But let's 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 that that's my point. Don't lose focus. Um, but I always thought, why saw and you know what you said, Pastor? We find in other scriptures where it says, "When you were yet small in your own eyes." So that thing about humility, I think that's something that has really been ringing. Um, you know, through. And I'm, one of the things that I'm praying to the Lord about is like, I feel like every day we're learning so much in Rhapsody Club and really deep and like things that you can't pretend to God that you didn't see. And it gives you, so it's like, yay, we're reading the Bible, but this is a lot of responsibility because I'm seeing it. And I have to act the word, right? I have to do the word. So I think that's also something that has been heavy on my heart in terms of like, you know, you've got to, you know, get your game right and, and sit up um, because you can't pretend. There's no hiding room. You can't say, I didn't see it. You saw it. You understood it. God gave you wisdom. So Saturday is going to be really interesting because we're going to go through that. So please read, right? So I'm, I'm saying this now. I'm not going to talk about Book of First Samuel until Saturday, which we will just enjoy the whole thing so read ahead so that we have very rich conversation read ahead so you come with your questions i'm going to come with my questions highlighting things um but tomorrow we're going to continue into the story of jesus and i and i think something pastor said here was they didn't understand any of this any of things you're saying and i think what would have been the consequence had they understood what would they have done differently had they understood i think one of the things that comes to mind is prayer an understanding of the times brings about prayer, mm. a lack of prayer left, and mm-hmm. a lack of, you know, a prayer life is, is it shows a lack of understanding of what is really going on. Um, and, and, you know, but we can go into that. And I won't talk about faith. I think tomorrow we're going to talk about faith because this story of the beggar moved me. I think about how easily some people received from Jesus 
look at just just look at this interaction blind from when he was a child okay he doesn't say that um, but he was blind <laughs> and then it says jesus son of mercy um, son of david have mercy on me and jesus stopped and says come what do you want from me what do you want me to do it was so easy lord he said i want to see and jesus said all right receive your sight your faith has healed you instantly the man could see and he followed jesus that was not there by mistake he didn't just what, what the bible is not saying he started walking no 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 he followed praising god and all who saw it praised god too it was easy and it was it was a big thing right a blind person seeing is not a small as, as pastor calls it crumb <laughs> it's, not, it's not a small thing you know it's not a small work i think it's a mighty work could you know i think so it is. it is but he received so easily what what desire what weight of faith man this is huge anyway we'll, we'll keep reading thank you so much um pastor Sal, always for you know just the wonderful inspiring words you share with us thank you daniel and oba and fola and everyone who shared and commented and everyone who invited someone and stayed with us so now i love you all so dearly and do enjoy the rest of your day and remember to you know carry 